0: once the power goes off and there's no internet I literally go crazy in the house I go crazy I the name please you just need to buy me either a generator or a battery pack so when the power goes goes out I could just plug the modem in and oh there's my a- god <laughs> Patrice sometimes I
1: know exactly what you're going to say
0: every single month your bank account is overdrawn. The
1: world is a business.
0: A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking
1: around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey
0: all rules. If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders.
2: You mean like Democrats?
0: Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not
2: let the folks themselves
1: ask for something that they like to hear?
0: We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation.
1: Oh, no now, now, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! Yeah! yeah.
2: Hey guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. I'm here joined with Patrice O'Frey, certified life and marriage coach, inspirational speaker. Amazing, amazing. We were talking today about marriage, we were talking about infidelity, we were talking today about man, a lot of relationship stuff. Patrice, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much for having
2: me. I'm so excited to be here today. It's going to be awesome. All right. And you could reach Patrice. Patrice is a life coach and a marriage coach. And you could reach her. um, Her website is going live soon. Very soon. So by the time you hear this, you might be able to log on. It's www.patriceofre.com. And Patrice is spelled P-A-T-R-I-C-E-O-F-R-E. Patriceofre.com.
0: Yes. And they can also find me on social media under that same name, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and um, YouTube at the same Patrice Offray.
2: 100%. Patrice got his thing locked. 100%. <laughs> right. So, Patrice, before we even go deep into our discussion, we're going to have a little fact of fiction. And today we're going to be talking about the same social media. We're going to have some facts about um, YouTube and Internet and all kinds of stuff. So hopefully we learn something new today. Right. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna give you five statements, one at a time, and you're gonna say if they're true or false. Ready? Okay. Yes. You're scared. You know me. You're not scared. You don't I know. don't know
0: why I'm scared. I don't know why I'm scared. I'm like, oh my god. It, it's like it's like it's like drawing you
2: right back to to high school. It's like you're gonna be tested. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's, it, Every time you get tested, I like, oh my god. Yeah. It's
0: yeah. okay. Let's go. Do it. Let's, let's do go. it.
2: Number one. Number one one billion hours of video are watched on youtube every day one billion hours of video are watched on youtube every day true or false
0: that sounds like a lot i would say um fault it's true it's true? Oh, my yes, God. Yes, one billion hours. It's what? ridiculous. One billion hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, billions of people. And if you have everyone on YouTube. One yeah. billion.
2: One wow. billion hours. It's ridiculous. All right, number two. Netflix, okay. Is, okay. Number two. No, Netflix is responsible for 3% of all global internet traffic. Netflix is responsible for 3% of all global internet traffic. True or false? I, I
0: feel like
2: it's responsible for more <laughs> False. It's false. You are right. It's responsible oh, for more.
1: Yeah. Netflix
2: is ride. Netflix is also is is is, is responsible for 15% fifteen percent of all fifteen percent. It is ridiculous oh, wow. of that all ridiculous. global internet traffic. Netflix, wow. that is crazy. All right, so you're one of two. Let's go, number three. The majority of internet traffic is not generated by humans, but bots like Google and malware. The majority of internet traffic is not generated by humans, but bots like Google and malware. True or false? Um,
0: I'm just like reading
2: this one, true? It's true, yes. You're right, it's true. 61.5%. <laughs> Nearly two-thirds of all website visits are made by internet bots, a name given to a wide range of software applications that crawl and interact with the web on behalf of Uh their human owner. That is 61%. Wow. So, so far, we have 61% of the traffic is bots and 15% is Netflix.
0: Wow. (laughs) That is amazing. But I'm learning
2: something new today. So, everything else is 25% is really just everybody else squeezing into that. All right, number four. So, you're two of three. You only have to win one, have one more, and you win the game. All right, number four. Six percent of the world's population has an internet addiction. Six percent of the entire world's population has an internet addiction. Truffles.
0: Six percent. I feel like it's more, so I'll say, Paul.
2: It's actually true. It's 6%. <laughs> it's 6%. 6%. I feel
0: like it's Even my little niece is addicted to the internet.
2: <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's only proven. Oh,
0: it's it's proven... i was only two years old.
2: And the thing is, it, and, you know, addiction has its, of course, you know, it, addiction has to be like clinic. It's a clinical, it could be a clinical ah,
0: disease. Okay, yeah. So, yeah.
1: so oh, you okay. might, you
2: might, you might have an affinity to the internet. We all do but being having to go through withdrawal because you don't have the internet
1: oh
0: yeah
2: yeah yeah so six percent is pretty high for those who cannot live without the internet number five Uh this is the last one india has more people using the internet than the entire population of the united states india has more people using the internet than the entire population of the united states of america true
0: um, I don't know. I um, um. Okay, let's put some logic behind it. Okay. Go ahead.
2: Put some logic uh, behind. I don't,
0: it. I don't know. True.
2: It's true. Yes, it is. Ding, 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 okay. ding. You in the game? You get
0: three out of five. <laughs> true, because I think like India has more persons than the U.S. By
2: so. far. India has 1.3 billion people.
0: Yeah, they'll have more internet usage. That was like my logic behind that.
2: It makes sense. So my first question to you, Patrice, (laughs) is like, okay, do you remember like the first time like you fell in love? Like how did that first time happen? And it could be at any age. Like when did you know that you were in love with somebody else?
0: Well, um, the first time, well... You know, at a certain age, you don't know if you fall in love. But I would say that, um, well, the first time I really fell in love with someone, it was like at the age of 30.
2: 30? 13. One oh, oh, my God. I was like, what? Am I <laughs> an early starter or something? I felt, I felt a little no, no, alienated no. just now.
0: No, I'm not even that old. <laughs> I, I, I am 30 years so and I've been married for six years. So how would it be like if I just fell in love at 30? I don't know.
2: It's like you just found love in, 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 in the middle of it. It's like, you know, I didn't know I loved him before, but I know I love him now after six years.
0: No, 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 no. At 13, at 13 it was with someone who was much older. And um, and I, I think I did love him because things that I wouldn't do normally for a person and things that I would normally not tolerate, mm-hmm. I found myself doing you know, doing for him and it seemed like it was more than a crush and everything so it was a it was an experience but yeah it was it was yeah
2: that first love so so how long did that how long did that last you like how much years did-
0: um it lasted about but i didn't even keep it i don't even keep time on that it was like it was like off and on but like for the relationship to definitely come to an end, it was about four to five years.
2: Four to five years. So by the time it ended, you were like 18 and like, just like, okay, had enough of this.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, it was, um, it came to a point where it was toxic and I realized that um, the person wasn't feeling the same way about me. And um, and that I could no longer hold on to this because you know, especially when you are a little girl and you know you have that first love and you share certain experiences with someone, mm-hmm. you know you create a soul tie with them, and uh, and that bond is very hard to break and very hard to move past of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I had to find a way to break that bond and to move forward.
2: Is it is it that you said <laughs> the, the person was much older? It was it like a predator? Like I mean, cause no, you're no 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 you're thirty. No,
0: Okay. No, it wasn't a predator. It wasn't uh, a predator.
2: Okay, I, was I always get, I always get like super defensive and like, like just forgive me, but I get super yeah. defensive about like girls. Like, I know. Like I feel, honestly in my heart that like, um, especially like black girls, like black yeah. girls, like usually get the worst of it. And
0: yeah. we as a
2: society don't do enough to really protect them.
0: Yeah, we don't. No, no, no. He wasn't of such thought. He was, he was older, a couple years older, but not like greatly older. Okay. We were all teenagers in the same
2: school and everything okay so it was, wasn't so like sad. he was like yeah. 30 and you were like thirteen.
0: no 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 no. okay
2: that that no. makes me feel I, it and if it was that that again like if you if it was that and and just saying uh-huh. it was that like if that was what it was that's what it was at least you hopefully yeah. you've grown past it and you've kind of maybe could help somebody else who's who's yeah. going through that because i know of a friend i have a friend who um when she was 12 um mm-hmm. she had an ongoing relationship with somebody who was nineteen, right? Mm-hmm. And how he treated her. Like again, he. I don't think he treated her like. Again, it's predatory, but he. How he treated her was was more like an object. You know well, what I mean?
0: Usually, yeah. Usually in those cases, it are because I've seen. I, I know certain classmates and friends who are in such relationship. And, um, you know, it's a matter of you having this person and they're vulnerable mm-hmm. and that you can get away with certain things and you don't have to accept certain consequences whereas if you're with an older person if you know you go out and you cheat or you lie you know there are going to be consequences to your action but when you're dealing with a younger person there's not really much consequence you know you, they will just be upset stop talking to you for two days you come and you put top up on your phone that's how it was back in the days you know wow, yeah. you top up mm. the phone <laughs> you top up the phone and you give them $20 lunch money and they calm down
2: they calm down right? no, and the thing is that, that you, you're preying on the naivete because what they yeah. have is a bunch of feelings that they don't know how to like really deal with yes
0: yeah and then they don't have and then also they don't have an adult person that they can talk to because in the society that i grow up like if you have a boyfriend at a certain age you better don't let your mama find out because you're gonna get a whoop. exactly
2: (laughs) and it's so it's and that's why i say like it's so unfair because as a guy yeah like i've had i've had relationships in 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 my teenage years maybe even before that like mm-hmm. I, I think the first time i ever fell for somebody and i do—I wouldn't call it love now in retrospect of course not yeah. because it was really infatuation and i think i just really liked that person but it was when i was in grade five and mm-hmm. i remember like just falling for this young lady like just i liked her so much and i told my mom like me and this person are gonna get married and all this stuff <laughs> right i what i just found yeah. it to be cute and like maybe even a little hilarious that she, 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 you know, she nine year old, 10 year old son is telling her that he's going to get married to this person who she's never met, doesn't know, doesn't live close yeah. by, you mm-hmm. know, has no connection with. Right. And mm-hmm. I remember in grade five, like I, we had a fear. Right. You know, I, I think I was, I was going to virtual, I'm um, not virtual, so I was going to Roman Roman primary school, um, which is now ACCS. Yes. Um, but yeah, I was going, I was going to that school and, um, one fear I was doing this 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 video game booth, you know the fear to raise money for the school and you you know, and I didn't talk to her or something, and the next day she was like, "You know we're done, may want to see you no more and I'm like, it was just so trivial, and my heart was legit <laughs> like I was broken <laughs> i was
0: I was broken Patrice yes yes right so, yeah you, like when you're at that age it's just the little thing you um it's just the little thing that would make someone end the relationship with you because like i said at that age you don't really know you like everything is basically driven on your emotions yes so mm-hmm. if you wake up today and you feel super high love then you're going to be like lovey double and if you wake up today not feeling so in love you are like well i don't want to be with him anymore. No and then tomorrow it's like you know it, it's like a roller coaster you keep going back around and around
2: and that's why, like, even, like, when it comes to the even the predatory thing, like, I, I, I am very defensive about it because yeah. it's very, it's almost like the Bible says, like, you know, unequally yoked. And we usually see it as, yeah. like, you know, being in a different financial position or... Um, mm-hmm. you know, being with somebody who's not of your culture and so on. But it, it has so much more to do with just being on unequal footing. Like if you're a bus operator for say and you are having a relationship with a 15-year-old girl, the advantages that you have over that girl based on just experience, you know, financial security, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you there's no way that she would be able to 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 not necessarily fight back, but there's no way that you would be able to level. She cannot level with you. You are superior to her
0: in almost every respect. Yes, it is. And I think this is where the parents job comes in to, You know, have conversations with your children, especially your female children. Let them know your worth. Let them know what to expect from a man. Let them know when a man is just after the cookie Mm -hmm. in the cookie jar or he's just interested in knowing you. Like, I have a lot of young women that I mentor. And these are things that I always tell them about, you know, how to know when a guy he's interested in you or he want the cookie out of the cookie jar? Keep <laughs> it in, keep your cookie inside <laughs> the jar as long as possible because mm-hmm. these are things. Because if you give them this, it's just over and you have to educate um, young girls and give them that freedom to come and speak to. Because I have a, a two year old niece mm-hmm. and she's like my husband and I's daughter and you know it's like we're gonna raise her to the fact that you can come and speak to us about anything. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You understand? You can come and speak to us about anything. And my spiritual father, he does the same thing with his children. And they're like um, 14, 14. 18. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they can go and speak to them about absolutely anything. And as such, you know, they understand their worth. They understand what to expect from a man when they see certain things. You know, they already know how to identify. So they will not fall into that trap of um, being preyed upon. Mm -hmm. It's, sometimes it's just that lack is not it's not everybody who get, but it's it's that lack of knowledge is that lack of knowledge that really gets to us um to, to us our, fall. yeah to the small ones but then again some parents don't go and educate themselves about it they just go off of the feeling like oh if you have any man i'm gonna beat you and i'm like exactly it doesn't work. especially with this generation of not children. at all not like beatings do not work
2: and the thing is also to, like, you, you, the ability for you to police your children is also way more difficult now. Because back in the day, in our, I don't know, when I was, when I was really young, there were no cell phones. Um, uh-huh. Right? So, so what, yeah. what used to happen is you would have to go, you would either have to use a phone phone, you mm-hmm. know, which your parents yeah, could police, a landline, a landline yeah. or you would have to, like, go out and meet this person. So yes. in terms of mm-hmm. a parent being able to like police that child, it's much uh-huh. it's much easier. Like the only time they're away from you really is when they go to school or something mm-hmm. they have like extra extracurricular activities, which again could present itself an opportunity for them to go out and do something you don't want Ooh. them to do. But in this age, it is completely different. Like it is so
0: different. Once it your so child different.
2: has a cell phone, like yeah. they don't you it's difficult to almost impossible. <laughs> to police them like it's difficult Uh like i know of some young people like thank god for being around youth because they they teach you so much like even when it comes to young persons like they have their own codes that you don't know they literally Mm -hmm. go through setting up codes on their phone they could transmit information and even if you read that information you will not get the same oh wow you're not gonna get it you know what I mean? And it's like, the parents are oblivious. Oh and, and because of, because of like, the, 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 the generational gap. Yeah. You know, and we've always had a generational gap. not, it? But it's even more, fa- because things trend and go back, they, they, they trend and detrend and trend and faster than you could keep up with. I,
0: I... It is. It, 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 it is. And this is why, you know, this is what I always tell persons when it comes to parenting. And and this is just my mindset, and um, it may be off topic, but I believe okay. with parenting, it's not our job to control a child. It is not your job, because in reality, you don't own that child. God you gave you mm-hmm. that blessing to to, to to raise this child and to guide this child throughout its journey in this realm and i believe as a parent's job it is your job to train your child to go out in the world and to live without you because it's going to come a point when they have to become an adult and rather than trying to control someone and place high expectations of them, you learn them, understand what they don't like, what they don't like, understand their personalities and their characteristics, and you just accept them, and then you just guide them accordingly. Mm. Of course, they're going to make mistakes because when you were children, you made mistakes, you made yeah. mistakes as well, but mm. your job is not to chastise the child and make them look like they're living in fear and um, living in prison. And it's the same thing I tell people with relationships, so it could just go back to the same thing with relationships and marriages. It's not your job to control anybody because mm. the only person who we can fully control in this life is
2: our own self. Indeed. And even sometimes then you surprise yourself sometimes with some of the decisions you make. And like, just to backtrack, yeah, yeah. even even when it comes to, and just to like, let me a little bit more on the parenting, like, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. the times we talk to young ladies and we say things like, you know, be careful because the guy could only want the cookie, which is true. Yeah. Like a lot of the times yeah. lust. Lost drives the attraction. Mm-hmm. Lost drives the fulfillment of that. Like it's a goal. Like I, I am a guy. I look at a woman. I'm like, oh my god, I would love to have sex with her. That's just a, that's that's a regular schmegula. That's the that, that,
0: that, first thing that comes into a head. I realize.
2: This. That's a natural impulse. It's like if you have certain genetic <laughs> markers, and sometimes we need to, if we know. What those genetic markers are, then we could kind of identify that this has nothing to do yeah. with your emotion and all of that. It just has to do with this. My genetic markers are my genetic yeah. a- attractions, line up with how you look, mm-hmm. and, and, and all I want to do is to pass my genetic material off to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: men are It's like as soon as you see a woman, it's like, oh my god, I want to have sex with her. I wonder. But a woman, it's like, oh my god, like I want, I want to have. A husband? Can he be my husband?
2: Can he be my husband? Yeah, and that's the thing too because you you see you you could actually see the difference in the sexes and what they look for because women
0: yeah
2: a woman could be with what we would determine to not be a very attractive guy but mm-hmm. because he is either stable he has access to resources or mm-hmm. he's like he seems like he will be around to help or take care of her offspring like these mm-hmm. genetic these these markers are very very attractive to women it's like yeah. It, it's almost and mind blowing.
0: There. Like, it, it is because, like, we think long term. Like, we think we want to have a family. We want to nurture someone. You want to care for someone. And if you're looking to be like, and those are for women who are looking to be in long term relationships. Because mm-hmm. so there's some who just want to just you know. That's exactly. Have fun. A moment thing. But if you're looking to be married or in you know some person will be in marriage. So I say like in a partnership. Mm-hmm. In a partnership, then you start looking for those qualities that would stand.
1: The test test of time. Of
0: time in the long term you want someone who is stable like I was telling my husband the other day and he called me what did he call me an intellectualist because I was telling him like, <laughs> I'm not attracted to you know you could come at me and you look nice you have a nice body you have a nice face but I am not attracted to a, the man physical body I am attracted to his intellect like I like an educated man and not just educated but someone who is smart who knows how to make great decisions and uh, you know so you could Like, once you're intellectual, you're smart, you have book sense, street sense, you know how to make very good, profitable um, decisions, not just profitable in a finance sense, Mm -hmm. then you could be so ugly and fat. And and just make sure you have confidence, because I need to be the man who has confidence. You got to be confident to be Patrice. (laughs) Yes. yes. (laughs) I get it. I I, I don't care if you're fat or you're ugly. Just make sure you have confidence. Like, those things are what... um, attracts me and somebody who knows how to lead that's how i uh, that's how i was attracted to my husband
2: Uh because he knows how to lead
0: i love leaders i I like people i don't care what you're leading but just make sure that you believe in who you are and And you're leading confidently yes and you're leading confidently because i saw my husband he was in divas and he was leading a group of people medical students because he was in medical school still Mm -hmm. and i thought that he was a teacher the first time i saw him but he didn't see me and then the second time you know, you know, we eventually talk on WhatsApp and then I found out he was a student and he wasn't a teacher. I was like, oh, I thought you were the teacher because you're just here leading everybody.
2: And that's what attracts you. That's what got you. That,
0: that's what attracts me. You know, you know, that that's what really pulled me to him. And then, you know, he's not bad looking. He's a very handsome man. I tell him, I don't even know why I married you because you're so handsome.
1: Oh, man. <laughs>
2: Look at you building up your base. That's like I always say: like women, women have a way they could generally they could build you up, they could build you build your base, or they could really break you from the core. You know, it's true. Like you know,
0: he's
1: handsome.
2: It's just a joke I made, but you
0: know, he's a handsome guy.
2: But it it does it does present itself as 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 an interesting um observation because again, as as I was saying earlier, like it, it it has it has to do you you could be attracted to the cookie. You know what I mean? Women might have a different size of cookie, but I don't think we do a good enough job even of educating boys um, of the predators that are out there. And the predators out there are not, they're not just men. You know what I mean? Like they are women, Mm -hmm. they are women. One time I remember when I was, when I was dating, I was dating this young lady and her mother was like, she was talking to her brother. Her mother was talking to the young lady's brother. Right. And the mother yeah. was like, you have to be careful. Some women out there got poison vaginas. And I'm like, um. <laughs> and at first, like, I took it, I took it at face value as some women out there have STDs. Because I was young. I was like, I was 20. Uh-huh. Right? And like I thought, like, I thought it at face value. Like, some women have poison vaginas. But mm-hmm. now, when I think about it, it's a completely different revelation to me. Like, mm-hmm. there are some women that their cookie is not just sexual. Their cookie is like to try to make sure that they take whatever they can from yeah. you. Like yeah. you, you, might, you might be a young man with some ambition or you might be a young man who you know has some, something of worth. And there are people mm-hmm. who would target you. And literally all they're doing is to try to get whatever worth they can from you. That's all yeah. they want. They don't want to be in love. They don't want to be in a long-term anything unless you could continue to provide that valuable thing. And I think men, yeah, yeah. young men, are not necessarily tuned. so they go through happy-go-lucky. They stick their business anywhere. And, you know, they kind of go through life thinking that they're invincible. And they're not. Like, no, they're done. I could tell you, even from, from in my own personal experience, that the more relationships you have is, as a guy... The more confused you get when you are when you are facing somebody who is valuable, because it's like it's uh-huh. a it's a constant competition mm-hmm. in your mind, and mm-hmm. it it's a flaw. Because imagine mm-hmm. I meet you, Patrice, and like you are awesome. yeah. you're completely amazing. You have flaws just like everybody else. You have your flaws, but for the most yeah. case, you are eighty to ninety percent of what I want. Okay, mm-hmm. but because you don't have 10%, 10% that I've already been um, exposed to, like I start seeing you as less because it's like yeah. Patrice has 90%, but she just doesn't have this, these two qualities that this previous partner had had. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrice I'm- is beautiful, but she's not. she doesn't have this specific asset that somebody had dated before her.
0: Yeah, and and I tend to see that a lot, and um and then it, it causes persons to lose out. And this is what I tell people: before you go into a relationship, ask yourself, why do I want to be in a relationship? You understand? Yeah. Do I just want to be in a relationship to have sex? Do I just want to be in a relationship to just have a friend to talk to? Because you could just have a friend to talk to. Do am I just looking for a baby daddy or baby mama? Do I want do I want something short term? Is it do I want marriage? Like ask yourself what is it that you want and always take breaks between relationship and then after you decide what type of relationship you want write down three goals three main things that that person must have in order for you to be with them those are three things and you you, you you're not negating on those things they cannot have one out of three two out of three they must have all three and once they have all three then they could make it to the next stage and then that would help you to you know when you find somebody of value to really appreciate them and to really see the person and it will help you to narrow down to find what you want.
2: That is a that is an amazing exercise. That sounds like that sounds like a a workshop. Like let's do three yeah. things guys.
0: The thing is I know, I know but but it, it works. And that's what I did because, you know, before I didn't get married, I was like I never wanted to get married because of what I've seen. Marriages they were like very toxic. I grew up with all toxic marriages around me. Mm-hmm. And I never wanted to get married until um I got saved when I was in the church. I still didn't want to get married. And then I saw how my pastor's marriage was. And then also, you know, I call him my father now, another pastor. He's like my spiritual father, but he's more so like a father figure to me now. Mm-hmm. And I saw the mar- these two marriages and I saw that they were such beautiful things and marriage could be such beautiful, healthy thing. And I was like, well, okay, I want that. And then when I decided I want that, you know, I started doing some soul searching, started doing some stuff and then... You know, I, I'm always an intellectual person. So something that says, just name three things you want in a person. And I listed those three things. And I didn't compromise on those three things. And a lot of great guys came around. Mm-hmm. And some of them would have the one out of three. Some of them had the of three. But it just did not meet all three. And if it didn't meet all three, then I'm done. Like, I am not wasting my time.
2: Wow. That is like, strict.
0: Am, yes. Because yeah. this is like marriage, relationships, they are like a business you understand yes but the only difference is that a business you are in it to gain financial um, profitability Mm -hmm. whereas if you're looking for like a long-term relationship you want more so of an emotional happiness you want you know you want that intrinsic happiness that's the profit from it and you have to protect your heart you just can't just jump into it and just expect it you have to make sure you are getting what you want you just don't go blindly and just choose anything you go to the shop and you just take up any apple and hoping the apple would be the apple that you want and mm. then when you reach home you're upset because the apple is not the kind of apple that you want I didn't check. you are the one who chose it
2: yeah you didn't check yeah. And it's funny too, because I, 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 I more, I, I so agree with the relationship is like a business um, analogy. Yeah. I, I believe that hundred percent. And I, I, I think I believe it from the, f- the figurative down to the literal down to the yeah. spiritual, everything. It's, it's a mm-hmm. business, it's an arrangement. Like, yes, it is. and if you don't put things in place or you yeah. don't have some form of like prospectus, like I, this is yeah. what I would like to see like mm-hmm. you're going to go in blind and you're probably going to end yeah. up in a situation that's not you know conducive for happiness at all and i don't even think that happiness is always the goal um sometimes I, again i could understand i can understand where you're coming from like you have to, take like, happiness you have to that has to be a component otherwise yeah. you wouldn't be very joyful it's just,
1: it's,
0: <laughs> you'd yeah. be miserable right it's just not that happy all the time but that in a peace where you know you, you are at one with somebody you guys could overcome something together that's important that's you know, like you have, you, have, you have your family, like you have, like, at the end of the day, we all want to be in relationships. And healthy relationships, whatever they want to be, we, we long for that. Persons who say they don't long for that, then, you know, you need to keep, dig deeper into their past and what had occurred to them. But that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But most human beings we long for relationships when we were in when we when i was in school i forgot the subject i was doing i think i was doing my bachelor's degree and we were talking about happiness how do you measure happiness and then you know it was show that money would only make you happy up to a certain point Point, yes Mm. and follow but those things that brings long-term happiness was family that came up a lot like Mm. family and healthy marriages like that is something that was consistent all along, and the happiness would—it it would always increase. It would, and that is something that people long for. It doesn't matter how much money you have, what status you have. If you do not have that healthy family relationship, and, and a healthy marriage or whatever it is, but relationships, that was something that stayed constant all the time. People need happy healthy
2: relationships. It's true. But you know, it, it, it's funny that you bring up that because it, it's interesting, like even in a prison, like yeah. you are surrounded, like I always use this analogy, but in prison you are surrounded. So you're surrounded by uh, murderers and thieves and rapists and so on the worst thing that they could do to you is solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. Now imagine yeah. that, like human beings mm-hmm. are such social yeah. creatures. One of the worst mm-hmm. things you could do is isolate us. Even if we're in a bad environment,
0: yeah.
2: we would choose a we'll bad do. environment over isolation.
0: Over isolation, because you could be in a bad environment and then you turn around and that environment is good. You've made an impact. persons, You can put two enemies in one room and then they will come out of that room, best friends.
2: Yes, it's possible, yes. Because if you're forced, if you're forced to confront this yeah. person, then more likely than not, you're gonna see the good, and that's something that human beings do. Mm-hmm. It could be both a blessing and a flaw, because the yeah. longer you stick around with somebody, or the longer you spend time mm-hmm. with somebody, the more good uh, you see. You tend to see good, even mm-hmm. if you never saw good before. Like you're like this person is mm-hmm. a demon they they come the on the earth, yeah. and as soon as you're forced to spend time with them, you start mm-hmm. seeing light. You're like. Okay, you're not not that bad. I thought you were worse, but you're not that
0: bad. Yeah, because you now get to see the true side of the person. And because you're stuck there, you would... Because, you know, usually when we see bad in a person, you know, we're just going based off of the experience we had with that person. And then we're only judging them based on that one experience. But we've never had the opportunity to be up close with them and really get to see their type of personality and their characteristics. But then once you get that opportunity to be close to them and you understand their personality and you would realize, hmm, you're actually a nice person. Because I've had people done that to me, like, they would meet me and, they, and for some reason they don't like me. And not that I care because I don't care who likes me or not.
2: <laughs> you go,
0: Patrice. <laughs> That's something everybody knows about me. they like, Patrice, I know that you don't care, but like they'll be like, I mean, I just don't care. I I, I don't bother me. I don't care. I really don't care. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll be like, I didn't like you, but they, as they get to know me and they're working with me or they're coming around me more for whatever reason, they'll be like, I actually do like you. I like you a lot. And then it's like, they don't want to leave because they realize like I am, but the type of person I am, I'm a no-nonsense person. You can't come around and use me. You can't come around and just want to do what you want to do or speak to me in any manner that you want. I am Mm -hmm. just not that type of person that you can do that with. I have my boundaries and everything, and you have to respect my boundaries. But once you get to know me, you'd realize, you know, I'm very easygoing. I'm very, well, people say I'm funny, (laughs) so I don't know. I don't consider myself funny, but you know, I'm, I'm a nice person, but I just don't allow certain behaviors and certain things in my life.
2: You protect your space.
0: I protect my space, and I get along with anybody. I get along with those persons who people would consider the most miserable people, and people don't like to talk to. Mm-hmm. So like I am very close with those people.
2: You know, it's funny because the the the, 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 the interesting thing is I I could feel I feel very similarly. Um, yeah. I don't know if I could speak, you know, about myself like that, but like I I, I think I'm okay. Um, the second thing is that like when. <laughs> I like I like people who don't like nonsense. For some reason, I always find myself attracted—not mm-hmm. attracted, attracted to—in yes. any like in an emotional way, not necessarily, yes. 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 but yes. just yes. like yes. to be around people who like. Mm-hmm. There's just mm-hmm. like they just speak their mind. Like it, it sometimes yes. they would come off as rude. They would come off mm-hmm. as as miserable. Or, you're, you're like some people would even say, "Oh, you're so negative." I'm like, are they negative or are they just brave enough to say? what no one else
0: will say yeah so it's like if you're not politically correct or if you don't say something in a manner in which that person wants then they want to label you don't like do that like i just like people around me to just be yourself whoever you are be yourself (laughs) you understand just be you
2: be you and the thing is and and again I, i could also be me because again there are some people who are particularly rude and just like you said like if you want to you have to set your boundaries and protect your space if you don't have mm-hmm. to be around you have all right not to be around people who you don't want to be around like yeah that is yeah. your right as well like i'm not gonna try to tell you how to act i'm not gonna try mm-hmm. to um direct what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. in your life and all that that's not my biz. that's not my place you know what i mean yeah. like your, your place is to find out what works for you and do that but it doesn't have to work for me which kind of comes no, okay. into, like, I mean, even when it comes to, like, infidelity, just to kind of splice down in here, like, even when it comes yeah. to infidelity, like, if somebody cheats on you, right, uh-huh. and you want to try to find out or you want to try to stay and see what happens, you know, or it happened, or you want to try to stay and fix it. If you realize it's not going to be fixed, like, you have all right, like, your right is to leave, you know what I mean? Like, you, you don't have to stay in a place that you don't want to stay in. But then that brings us, that brings us to our topic. Yay. Um, (laughs) But the thing is, I mean, before we even get into that, I have one question for you. Even before we get deep and deep dive into infidelity, like, do you think somebody needs to be married to, to find fulfillment? Like to find that, like, you know, that
0: job? Because. No, they don't need to be married. Like, it's all about what you want, because that's why I say it could just be in a partnership, because some persons that just don't want to get married because of um, whatever legalities is or whatever their personal belief is, most of them don't want to get married because um, they've seen, they say, oh, you know, when you get married, things change, Uh, or they themselves were in a bad experience of marriage, and, you know, the whole legalities of coming out of marriage is not just like, and we then we have divorce, we couldn't move on. Like you have to go through the court, and mm. you know, usually it's like a minimum of one year to get to get divorced. Yeah. So um, no, you could just be in a legal. You could just be in a, a legal partnership, where you could just be in a partnership, or you could just be together. But I encourage marriage. Why? I I encourage marriage, and it may sound weird, but this is just my personal belief. Mm. This is my personal belief, and I encourage marriage because. On the sense of financial issue and um, i even encourage it more because of something i see a friend experience the other day because if you're going to invest with someone you're going to build a house with them you're going to put a bank account with them whatever you're going to get your finances entangled together Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the best the safest way of protecting that when you guys are parting is through marriage because if you guys are not married you don't really have full access to that person's um assets or anything of such sort you've invested in so much and then after twenty years you walk away with nothing because the court does not um support your uncommon marriage and the court does not support uncommon marriages here in Saint Kitts. Mm. And I I know someone, they've been with someone, they were with someone for like twenty five years and um and their partner died. Mm-hmm. And her name was on all of the houses and all of the properties. Everything, both her and her partner' name was on
1: mm-hmm.
0: on um, all of the properties. And the partner died. Mm-hmm. And you know, you would think that your name is on the property, so you automatically have access to that property, and it's automatically yours. But that was not the case. Well, we went like, to next again. Or, what? No, like you now find out. Like first, you have to go to the court, and um, you would the the person who deceased if they have children, they have claim to that property.
2: First, and before you.
0: Before you, they have they have claim to that property. So they would have to come up, and they would have to prove, like, you know, if they have any children, any children, they have claim to that property. And then the courts would now decide how the property gets split. Wow. And all the time until the courts decide, you do not have any right to that property.
2: Wow. So so from a legal perspective, marriage is safer. I always figured that much.
0: From um, a legal perspective and a finance, this is just me always. I always put myself in a position where, okay, if I'm going to invest with you, I'm going to do something with you. Like, unless you're not my husband legally, or if you don't want to call it husband, you want to call it a legal partnership. Unless the law does not recognize our relationship, mm-hmm. then I am not going to get my finances and Tied my personal it. assets entangled with yours. Yours is over there and mine is over there. You want to build a house? You build a house. It's in your name. I build a house. It's in my name. It's simple. It's just like that.
2: Mm. But the thing so, is, <laughs> I, it, do you, do you have you found that like, even, even beyond the legal preface of it, uh-huh. um, because it, the legal preface, it works, it works two ways. Because if say you are, you are the breadwinner. Say you are the one who makes most of the money. Right, uh-huh. um, and you get married to you have your husband, and he's not necessarily working per se. He's mostly home mm-hmm. and whatever. When you are married to that person, you're, you're you're linked to that person. If you have mm-hmm. to get a divorce, if one person wants a divorce, then you, the, the law tends to have a, a possibility to split it more or less down the middle, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. What if you guys accumulate together? Depends on where you are in the world. Whatever you guys accumulate together in that time of being married, then it splits in the middle or it splits however if you don't have an alimony. But if I had a house before I came in or my husband had a house before the marriage, then I don't have access to that during the divorce.
2: But that's the, that's the interesting thing because sometimes even with banks and financial institutions, they also like marriage. They like marriage as a preface to to, to 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 having that trust in you to do what you need yeah. to do. So for example, like I might be on an upward, so I say I am making $50,000 a month I would love to make $50,000 a month, money. but anyway, if, <laughs> if I, it would be awesome. Um, if I was making $50,000 a month before I met you, right? Mm. And uh, for whatever reason, and then, I, I, I'm saying this wrong. I was making $3,000 a month before I met you, but I was in a job oh. that would give me some some amount of upward mobility. We get together, we get married, and the bank says, okay, you guys... We're going to give you a loan because you're married, you're together, it's two estates in one. All right, great. Then you start making $50,000. Bam, bam, bam. You realize you're starting to make $50,000 during the time that you are with your wife. Mm-hmm. Right? And you have the property now because you were, the bank gave it a loan because you have a union. Banks love unions. Mm-hmm. I, didn't notice until I was I'm much into my old age. <laughs> but anyway, the love unions. So now you're on an upward mobility. You were on an upward mobility before, but now this person who doesn't work is now entitled to half of what you have. Yeah. So it, it's, it, what, what I'm asking and what I'm getting at is that sometimes that security works well mm. or works amazingly for the person who makes less in the relationship. Whereas it doesn't necessarily work as a benefit to the person who does, who makes more.
0: Yeah. Well, then you know, it's all about
2: having a good lawyer at the end of the day. It's all about having a
0: good lawyer. It's all about having a fantastic lawyer at the
2: end, at of, the end, end of the day. Of the- i almost okay. think I almost think sometimes it's also too about how the system works because when it comes to um when it comes to dividing uh, marital assets and so on uh-huh. like if if you're if you're a woman in this case you do have a lot of leverage mm-hmm. it, it doesn't even matter your financial income its just you have so much i don't know if it's emotional leverage or it's just you know the court tends to you know, just kind of lean over To the woman's side
0: Because, you know, the woman We're the one who would to get everything done And, it's, and you, would, you, you would even get more in your favor If you have children But like I exactly. said Exactly All you need is a good lawyer a All good you lawyer. need is a good lawyer Because <laughs> I've known people they had good lawyers and they were supposed to lose and they did not lose all because of a fantastic lawyer. So kind of fantastic lawyer. And
2: that's a that's a good chunk of change dear. And, and and again, all I'm getting at is saying that like in terms of marriage, it's become far less attractive. Like even from... And it's far less attractive doesn't mean that it's not attractive, but it's just less
0: attractive. Well, yeah, it's less attractive because, you know, persons are no longer... Well, um, I think... I, It could probably be the same how it was all the same because of infidelity. And I think infidelity has always occurred in marriage. It's just now, now it's being broadcast. You have Mm -hmm. social media where persons could go and express things or you could post things, but infidelity has happened. It's just now more exposed. And because it's it's being exposed, then um, that's what makes it unattractive. And one thing I find with infidelity is that once a partner cheats, the first thing most persons tell you to do is to get rid of him.
2: Get rid of him. Live. Get rid of him
0: or get rid of her More fish the sea Yeah and then when I have clients coming to me You know especially women Because you know I'm a marriage mentor And you know persons will come to me to fix their, their marriages And when they come to me It doesn't like their husband cheated Their husband did this but they still want Their friends are telling them to leave. Get rid of him are, you know, everybody's telling them to end it, but they want their marriage. They want to fix it, but they don't know how to because mm-hmm. the emotions is just unhigh and they don't know how to. Their oh. mind, everything is telling them to walk away, but they don't want to walk away.
2: And that's the thing too, because it, when when it comes to cheating, like, I mean, if we're going to sit down and kind of decode it, like, yeah. like how, I mean, seeing that you've been, you've, you've seen a lot of situations and so on, what is the what is usually the common thread here? Like somebody said the guy the guy is is cheating on his wife, right?
1: Mhm.
2: Pick up from there. How does it normally go? She finds out that he's cheating. Well, okay then then what? the
0: guy you know, you know, you find out that your your spouse is cheating. Typically is what when I see in think it's not even in think it's but in in most cases everywhere, you know, you find out your husband is cheating. You you like <laughs> You go into a state of some person You go into a state of shock first, mm. like you're denying it. You're denying it, like you can't believe it. Or some persons they get automatically angry, especially if it's something you've been following for a while, or you've been having your intuition and you've been doing some some digging. So you could go into a state of shock, or you could go into a state of anger. Mm. And then you know, when you're angry, you say things, and then that man or that woman who was cheated. they are already on a defense side mm-hmm. and then you throw in anger at someone and if you throw anger at anybody it's never going to go good it is never going to go well so then you go into that state of shock and anger and the next thing you know you're denying you're angry then you start blaming yourself. <laughs> There's so much emotion that goes on in somebody in that feeling of, um, of feeling betrayed mm-hmm. because you put so much trust and your expectations are, are let down. So it's like your emotions are a roller coaster. You don't know how you feel. I've heard some persons um, describe that feeling of betrayal, like a part of them died. Oh, you know, man. you feel mm. a sense of death because that person who you believed in, they're no longer that person who you thought that they were. Mm. You understand? So you, you're you just, there, dumbfounded. You don't even know. It's like, at that point, you don't even know what is going on. And then you start going through the different stages of grief, where it's, you know, it's anger, um, denial, then you go into grief, and then you're going to blaming yourself, and then you finally reach to acceptance. And all of those things, but
2: um, but flip it. If you flip that, that what what is going on for the person who is who is doing the cheating? Like what? I mean,
0: have what you? What is going on for the person who is doing the cheating? Most times they feel guilt, and this is if somebody. I, I think we should probably back up to like why persons cheat, mm-hmm. because um, some persons, you know, you have some good men and good women, and who just made some bad decisions. I will not call it mistakes because cheating is not a mistake. It's,
2: it's, a decision.
0: It's, it's a decision it's a decision that brought chaos on your family and then you have some bad men and some bad women and i call them bad in the sense that they're just narcissistic they don't really care about the person they're all about themselves and then there's some good men and good women out there who actually made some bad mistake and you know some of them you've been going through most couples is like you've been going through a very hard time and that is where cheating was. Most times that I've seen, is that things are complicated. You know, you're going through a very hard time. You never, but a couple have that time where it's hard. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you see somebody out there who you could talk to, or they are just offering you that little peace and quiet or that one thing. that just that small drop.
2: In the <laughs> bucket, water,
0: yeah. What's, what's missing? At home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand? And it mm-hmm. becomes so enticing. And that drop seems like a puddle or a big ocean, of of water and that water you're not getting at home and then next thing you look know, you're going it, out there it goes <laughs>
2: further you know it, the thing is I, I love i love how you're putting this because it, it it really does start from what's missing most of the times and yeah. then because people are not static like if i am missing um affection at home right mm-hmm. and i meet with um an, another person and they're very affectionate yeah like it's, that person is not just affectionate. Like people oh. are dynamic and 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 beautiful and and they have a lot of qualities. So one from the time I get an opening or I love the, the way that you're affectionate with me, then oh. all of a sudden I start realizing, oh, you're actually very smart or oh, you're actually very oh. helpful. Oh my God, you have a really oh. good heart. Oh my God, like, you know, and then it's like, there's some overlap. Like my wife at home has, or my girlfriend has, certain qualities that you also have, which is quite possible, mm-hmm. but you also have that one thing that she doesn't have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? From the onset. So it's like you then fall into like, maybe I'm just with the wrong person. <laughs> you know? And I, I, I'm glad that you laugh because it's it's funny how that works because from the onset, you you are yeah. only seeing the good. You're seeing, oh, she's affectionate. Right? Yes, it, the yeah. grass is green. You know, I'm standing it's, it's on. It's green, but it's not greener. It's not greener, it's but green that's the thing. Is and, and it's, also, I remember somebody even twisting that analogy to make it make more sense. Like from uh-huh. what you you are standing on your side of the fence, right? And uh-huh. you peep over the fence, like you just you you could you jump and you could see a little bit. And from what you see, the grass is green, but because of how the fence is, you're not seeing right underneath the fence. Yes. And there that could go. be you black, part. brown, or whatever the case is, yeah. you know? Yes. You only see in the green part, but in the, yes. the, the yes. side of your fence that you're on, you could see everything. Mm-hmm. So you could I see the green. It's beautiful. So it's,
0: all about, it's all about your positioning and, and where you are. But, you know, I always said the main cause of infidelity is selfishness. It comes down to the point where your individual desire becomes greater than the team desire. Because mm-hmm. when you when you're in a relationship, you're a team, and you guys will talk about what you want, what you don't want, and all of these things, and you are going to abide by the rules that governs your relationship because you want to be happy. Mm-hmm. And then, when your desires become greater, for whatever reason, that's selfishness, so then you choose to be like, well, I don't care about how she feels. I'm just gonna do me and deal with the consequences afterwards. Well, what about what
2: about what about the the um? Because I mean, it's a partnership. If you if your husband is coming to you and saying, I have a problem with X
0: mm, okay, yes. That's where yeah, I was and, gonna get to.
2: Yeah. Well yeah. how does that happen?
0: Well if you and then this is something that also um and then that is also selfishness on the other person's side if it's the woman mm-hmm. who was cheated on because that's what I'm saying at the end of the day it's selfishness and it's um it's 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 lack of maturity because if your spouse is coming to you and telling you that hey I don't like the way you're speaking to me mm-hmm. stop talking to me that way you know I don't like when you're using these um these words to describe me I'm not a donkey because this is a lot of thing you hear men complain about the way that women speak to them and especially mm-hmm. in Saint Kitts and the Caribbean the way that woman speaks to men, it is... Uh, it's demeaning. It Is demeaning. It is very demeaning. And I did not realize that until I was married to an African because I grew up in a house where my aunt spoke to men like that. And that's how I knew how to speak to men. And that's how I spoke to men all the time until I met my husband. And he was like, you can't talk. Like that was like when our marriage, the first year was like super hard because I was like, that's how I was normally talking, express myself. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, that is not acceptable. It is not acceptable. And I had to go and find me an African friend.
2: <laughs> to, to learn... <laughs>
0: to learn like my one of my best friends she's an african and she and i became good because i needed to know how to deal with an african man (laughs) because i had no clue wow i I felt like he was trying to change me i felt like he was i i I just felt like it was not gonna work because it was like it's so different because in our culture women are dominant i grew up in a house where the woman is dominant. I've seen it all like we're the boss. We run the house. We take care of everything. And then now my husband come from the culture where the man is dominant. You have to respect your man. You have to make sure you express yourself to him in a certain it's manner. Right? Like, like his word is final and all of those things. And then I'm like, bam, we're clashing. Like he knows he loves me. He knows he wants to be with me. I know I love him. I know I want to be with him. But we just have this clash of uh, how we view things, and who role is what role? and Let me ask you this,
2: this, this is very interesting to me. It's very, very interesting to yeah. me. I, I don't want to ask you something just for, just to, to, to see. In a relationship, does there ha- is, is it required that there has to be a dominant person?
0: Well, I would at, at the end of the day, in any relationship, any team, you're always need a leader. A team without a leader is going to go to destruction because you don't have somebody to make a final decision. So, to me, a team always needs a leader. So, if you're in a relationship, you need a leader to somebody to say, "Okay, this is final. This is what we're going to go with." But not that that person is going to be there with a whip and whatever the decision is final, you're not allowed to contribute because, you know, my husband, he is the leader of um, my marriage and he's not just going to make decisions like that like we convey with each other this is what you know we want to do this is what he wants to do he's going to hear my opinion and you know at the end of the day i allow him to make i allow him to make that decision if the decision he's going to make is something that i really 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 don't like then i'm going to express it to him and see if we could come up with a different alternative
2: Mm. because it's still it still comes into to being a partnership in itself but in terms of, you, you, do, you give him the, the, the ability or you, you, you submit the ability for him to make I a final decision.
0: Might, yes, to make the final decision. And there are in some cases where he, in some cases, he allowed me to make the final decision.
2: That's the thing. It's kind of interesting because I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I came up in, in a different way um uh-huh. and this might be because of how i observed my parents.
0: but i didn't come up like this eh? i did not come up oh like oh this wow this is I, an adjustment okay I, <laughs> did not, I did not i did not know we close to whatever my the way i come up is that my you, the woman because my aunt was the boss of the house she's the boss of the house whatever he said goes bam final if she doesn't like it you're gonna get some negative words behind it <laughs>
2: uh And she going she going to, But then she, she's not necessarily partnering with you. Did did she did your aunt have like did you have an uncle that was married to your aunt? Did you have a uh, aunt that had No a... like, well, well, well
0: well that's what I see with her in her relationship. That's what I saw oh. in her relationship. So it's her relationship I'm talking about in in her relationship. That's what I saw in it was her fine relationship. Enough. Yeah. Yeah, whatever she say goes. And
2: different, I guess different houses, I'm not trying to like diminish anybody's house because no, again, every house every has house its... Yeah, every house yeah. has its... And, and cultures also have their own um, nuances. So I'm guessing that um, somebody who is from... Uh, he's Nigerian or your husband is, yes, Niger- is Nigerian? Yeah, so a Nigerian household would have a, a, a different dynamic because when how I grew up is that um, whoever was best at the task would do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, mm-hmm. so oh. my, my mother had like a lot of autonomy she could make mm-hmm. a lot of decisions without necessarily having to confer with my father yeah. right and there were some decisions that my father would make without having to confer with my mother but there were mm-hmm. also decisions that they would make that they have to confer with one another so there were times when you go to i would go to my father and ask him a question he would say Um, you know, give me a second, let me talk to your mother. I'll go to my mother and say, okay, I'll talk to your dad about it. You know what I mean? Uh Because these are decisions that they have to make together. But there were also decisions that they could make without having to like get somebody to write it. Because my mom is good at certain things. and My dad is good at certain things. So even in my relationship, um, how I usually conduct it is that if you are good at a specific thing, I might have Uh some input. But at the end of the day, I trust your knowledge of this specific Uh thing. And the and, and opposite, we, yeah. you come to me that's and you what... say, hey, Steve, what do you think about this? Well, you make decision because you, you're you better at this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and it, it creates a dynamic. And,
0: and that, that's how it should be. But at the end of the day, I just believe they should just, you would, there's certain like main decisions where, you know, one person, and it's not really that like they have the final, the final, final, say so you like, you would look for them to say, okay, this is what we're going with. This is, what, this is what we are going to do. Because in my relationship, there are certain things that I do mm-hmm. that um, I just do because I'm good at it. And then there are certain things that my husband do because he's good at it. But at the end of the day, when it comes like major decisions, like if I want to invest in something or if we're going to mm-hmm. spend a, a major amount of money or this or whatever it is, it's something of importance, then you know, I give my input, my husband gives his input, I would tell him um, what I would like, he would say what he would like, and then, you know, tell him, you know, you make the final decision about it.
2: Mm-hmm. If there's multiple that, choices on the table.
0: It, 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 it's multiple choices. But at the end of the day, he makes the decision. Because, you know, I, I, I think I, I have a little bit of old school in me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the man is the head of the household. That's okay. And my husband comes from a, a place where a man is the head of the household. But the truth in fact, like, a woman is the one who actually runs a relationship. That's the,
2: and that's the thing too. Like, it's, it's really interesting because there's some dynamics where yeah. that's not exactly yeah. the truth. And and because yeah. men because men are kind of subjugated to the... I yeah. don't want to say the breadwinner role a lot. And I'm not saying that most men make more, win, more money than women. That's not even what I mean by breadwinner when I said breadwinner, mm-hmm. no. But uh, what I'm talking about is there are some men who are incredibly emotionally intelligent.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yes.
2: incredibly. But because yeah. there are men... They don't take the lead when it comes to the emotional content of a relationship when they really should. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like there are some men who are more in touch with the feelings than some women that they're
1: with.
0: Yeah, they actually are. Like oh, I, they have a little bit more feminine energy. I call it a feminine Like, I call it a feminine energy. And there's nothing wrong with being in tune with your emotions. We all should be in tune with our emotions. Exactly. It's a part of what makes us up. You should never be. I think in society we have taught our men that to express your emotions or to feel in touch or to be in touch with your emotional side is something that's bad but that is something that is very very good because you need to be in touch with every part of your being it's true but the
2: thing is even even negating it to to being um feminine like yeah. you your emotional the emotional content of your of yourself like you as a human being is not necessarily feminine because emotions could run very very hot and they could run very very cold it, it's it's a very dynamic situation where you have multiple you're on a spectrum really you mm-hmm. you and having an understanding of how you work is important when you're making emotional decisions and i honestly feel i've been in a relationship where that was the case where The woman that I was with, she wasn't as connected to her emotions. So everything was what, like, kind of, what do you want me to do? Not necessarily even, like, connecting on an emotional wavelength, like saying, I understand. Uh Because that's one thing human beings tend to need too. They need somebody to understand them.
0: Yeah, we all need to be. Understood.
2: Understood. Right? But the thing is... But the thing is, what what tends to happen sometimes is that men, some men are very good at getting that emotional content out and getting people to understand. But they take a backseat because if I do that, then I would look like a woman. Like some men are afraid to cry if they're hurt because if they cry, they're going to feel like they're wussy. You know what I mean? Like there's a next word for that.
0: Yeah, they seem, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about, I always believe, because I've seen some men who personally say a heart, I've seen them cry, I've seen them come in touch with with their side, but it's all about the environment and the energy that you've set for someone to be in. So if you, if I create a positive atmosphere in my house for my husband, to come and to feel free to express how he feels and he's going to do that but if I don't create that 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 energy and that atmosphere then he is not going to feel comfortable because at the end of the day we are human beings and we want to express how we feel we want to be understood we wanna express these emotions but you have to make you have, to make the, you have to make the situation conducive for that person to come and want to express. Because if I have a man and he wants to come to me and he was like, you know, when you talk to me, you know, the way you talk to me, I really don't like it. And I'm going to go off at you and call you a wuss and call you a sissy and call you a boy and all of those names that we use. Mm-hmm. He is never going to want to come and do that. Yeah. But then if he comes and he said, you know, and he's expressing himself in, in, in that way to you and you were like oh my god hon I am so sorry I didn't know that I was making you feel like that way mm. you know I, I really apologize I would work on it you know is there anything else you want me to work on and thank you so much for expressing yourself to me that way he is going to come back and express himself to you in that way he is going to express his emotions to you but you just have to make it conducive you, have to, make it conducive. you have to create that that positive atmosphere for that person to be themselves
2: it's true and a lot of the yeah. times we 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 put up fences. Like a lot like one day the other day I was talking to my girlfriend and I was like, you know a lot of the times people will come to you and express they will be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And people usually take vulnerable just to mean that you are low. Like you 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 you're saying something that's going to to make you feel less defensive
1: yeah
2: but the thing is vulnerability is 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 you could swing very 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 hard toward the defensive end if you are met with a certain type of energy for example if yeah. i come to you and i say patrice um you know this i'm getting some weird vibes from this guy he is making me jealous you check mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, for some reason, you're connected to this person and you're making me jealous. Like, I feel jealous. The word jealous is not necessarily a word that's of strength. It's, it's like, that's, that's a flaw. Or there's something wrong here. You know? Mm-hmm. So, so I'm coming to you and I'm vulnerable because I'm saying, you have the power to shift my mood based on your actions. That's vulnerability. Like, you do something and it affects yeah. me. And I'm yeah. admitting to you that this is what happens. Like this is your effect on me, which you could utilize and destroy me if you want. Okay, like, because if you continue to proceed with this sort of relationship, you will continue to hurt my feelings. That's vulnerable. Yeah. But when you, yeah. I but if I come to you and I say, "Please, this guy is making me the, the relationship between you and Johnny is making me extremely make me feel extremely jealous and I feel uncomfortable." And your response is, get over that. Meanwhile, you know, we're talking about this. That's nothing. Like, there's not, from my mm-hmm. vulnerable position, like, you could imagine this sweater that would have.
0: Yeah, you're going to feel even worse. Because in, in, in that sense, you know, you're feeling insecure. That That's usually with people. You're feeling a sense of insecurity. Mm-hmm. And for that person to not acknowledge how you feel, it's going to make you feel even worse. Exactly. And this is like, and this is what I just say in relationships. And this is my mindset. And this, you know, these are things that I've learned that I've learned throughout my life. And, um, you know, usually when I would say certain things to people, they look at me because, you know, it's another level of knowledge. And I believe in this life, we are all responsible for whatever happens in our lives. Mm -hmm. And you have to be so secure in yourself and you have to know who you are and know that you are the controller of your emotions. So there is nothing that, Anyone can declare you say so that. You make me feel jealous. I didn't make you feel jealous. You are the you one feel jealous. jealous. I did my thing. And that's the way you responded to it. So you choose to feel you choose to feel jealous by what I did. If you don't like it, you can come and say you don't like it, but you choose that emotion. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, you may feel jealous because of whatever probably happened to you in the past or whatever is your cultural upbringing or whatever you're seeing on television. Because a lot of our views and relationships is being being very, very inspired by what we see on social media.
2: Mm -hmm. And on TV.
0: And on television I, I i don't know i haven't watched tv god knows how long but you've watched been. you've
2: watched the show like you, you, yeah. have, you have netflix or something uh, right
0: <laughs> so it's it, it's being inspired by that by what we're seeing there in rather than relearning to accept responsibility mm-hmm. for our emotions mm-hmm. so no one can make you feel jealous you choose to make you feel jealous yes and the event the event could have some kind of impact upon you but it's you how you respond to it how is you how you respond to it so you are the one who is feeling jealous because of whatever variables that is causing you to feel that way
2: so what 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 do you think then in that specific scenario because then the jealousy is um, a reaction to something that makes that person that is a tr- something has yes, triggered that.
0: Yes, it goes that way, but don't go to, but then you know, you're feeling jealous. So then you're feeling jealous because you know, you see your girlfriend talking to a guy, but you don't go to the girl, your girlfriend, and say, You make me feel jealous, or mm. you did this thing. You go to your girlfriend and you said, I see you speaking to Tom, and I really did not like it. Mm-hmm. I am feeling, I am feeling jealous. Mm-hmm. You realize it did- word yes of course of course jealous. So from the time you say you make me feel jealous a person is going to go right into the into the defense most times the person is going to get defensive because you're now blaming them for something mm. and if that is not really in tune with themselves and in tune with how persons express themselves they are going to respond to you in a negative way and then bam Big argument come out of the place. You start, you start talking about something that did ten years ago or two weeks
2: ago. <laughs> That's the thing, and it's, 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 it's interesting. Like, I like, I like where this, where this went, because the lexicon, the, the words that you use are very impactful mm-hmm. on what how the person responds. But then, yes, I always, yeah. I always yeah. think, yeah. I always think to see things for bigger than they are. If somebody mm-hmm. is going to come to you with a problem, whether their wording is good, bad, in between, you must identify mm-hmm. that this person is coming to you with an issue
0: yeah but the reality is that most people don't see it that way probably persons like myself or you on persons who see things from a different perspective and from a different angle
1: mm.
0: they you know you you could say that hey this person is hurt and the way that the expression is said but most times persons don't see that and especially when you're in a state of in um when, especially when you're dealing with um infidelity mm. and you're using accusatory, you're using accusing words mm. like that would just make conversations even more and that is what makes it and that is what even push the relationships more you have to be it doesn't matter how you're feeling you have to be very careful in the words in which you express yourself
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you got to be careful i know you would be like oh you know I, i know you're feeling somewhere but if you are looking to save your relationship, you got to be careful of how you express yourself because the other person will also have emotions and you don't know what is going on in their head. You don't know. You may catch them. The day you go and talk to them, they may have a bad day. They may mm-hmm. just be at work and they had a bad day at work or something and then you now come home and then you're using these accusating words and then... You know it's just pushing them over the edge so you don't know what is going on in a person's head or what they're feeling at that moment so you have to be careful of how you express yourself and i know we like to we like to use this word a lot and i've heard this is how i feel i can't help how i feel oh, I that's have not to true how I feel. <laughs> yes, that, you are an adult
2: <laughs> you you have to you have to take responsibility for your
0: feel. like you that's have, yes and mm-hmm. persons who i see use those words and i will tell you Hundred percent of the time, their relationship never gets better. And I'm not just talking about like all general relationship. If you're in a friendship, if you're in a marriage, whatever it is, your relationships always become on a downhill because you don't want to take responsibility. And you know, you just don't know how people are going to feel on a day.
2: And that's just the thing, welcome. it's a very interesting like the, like the whole relationship because even when you when you splice infidelity in there, like mm-hmm. again, the 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 pressures come. Not just from without, but for with, from within. For example, mm-hmm. like if you, like you, you talked about the stages of grief, but if somebody cheats on you, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at that person and you're saying, okay, you cheated on me. Like you're really a piece of crap because you cheated on me, right? You're not yeah. like, you you're kind, of, you're kind, of, you're kind of distill that person down to the act. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then you yourself like the way you reconcile with it is different at different stages of of your grief but then the people who are around you if you're looking for counsel a lot of the times people are not very neutral about their counsel with you when you're hurt no. like and i don't no. think it's i don't think it's something um nefarious i don't think it's something like 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 bad mind or anything like that i think like when it comes down to it people if you come to me with a problem, Patrice, and you say, Stephen, I'm hurt, like, I think people just go for the path of least resistance. If Patrice is hurt and somebody did her wrong, then cut that person off your life so that you don't have to feel hurt anymore. I think people kind of sum that up to the, that's where their voice kind of ends. It's not necessarily that they're against your happiness, but it's just like, you've hurt and this person hurt you, get rid of this person. It's almost like, it's, a, it's almost biblical. It's almost, when you are in a relationship, you mm-hmm. should go to a professional. <laughs> yeah, because that's it. And, and, and even that's, what, that's where I was getting at. Because if yeah. you're seeking counsel from somebody who is mm-hmm. not prepared to give you unbiased, neutral yeah. counsel, you're going to get mm-hmm. biased counsel. Like one person you is need, going to tell yeah. you, but he's such a nice guy. You should give him a next mm-hmm. chance. And the other yeah. person is yeah. going to say, "Done him.
0: Yeah, no. You need to like, you know, one of the first things that I um, I I would tell persons who get cheated on is um, you first go and seek personal counsel. You understand? Because right now you are in a place where you're vulnerable. You're feeling low. Your self-esteem has dropped. You start questioning your very worth. Like, you're you need some counseling. You personally need some counseling to make sure because. To make sure that your mental health um, stays in a healthy position, <laughs> you understand. Mm-hmm. And then, if you want to fix the relationship, and then you know the, the the counselor, the coach, because like when you come to me and you come to me, say so you want to fix the relationship, I'm you're gonna come. I will let you talk in first session. You will talk and you will say all of the negative things about your partner, all that they would not do. And then in the second session, we're now gonna turn and look at you. Because you cannot fix somebody. The only thing you can do is, is look at you. Look at you and see how you contributed to this event and what you could do differently. This is if you want to fix it. Mm-hmm. Because as I say, if you don't want to fix it, then to the hell with it, try it out the window. Mm. You're perfect. Nothing wrong with you. <laughs> is, there,
2: is, there, is, there, is there any... Because I, I looked at a video the other day. Um, this lady was talking about the same thing, infidelity and, and so on. I mean, research for this show. the episode and Mm -hmm. what she was saying is that before you just like up and leave like you Mm -hmm. should you should do some some semblance of um of of evaluation you know what i mean yes you
0: need to evaluate yourself
2: you need to evaluate yourself and you probably need to like look look at this relationship and kind of look at what lessons need to be learned from this relationship yeah and if there's a possibility to fix it because the fixing it the fixing it thing is not all on you if if the two of well, you were working together yeah. and it broke then it, the 12, the two the two you need to be in to to fix it like it's not like I'm yeah. going to fix my relationship. No, you, you can't really. No. You need both no, of it, you to it, be on board.
0: It's on, both. it's on both parties. The only way that you could fix your relationship is to become the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is what I tell persons when they come to me. Become the best version of yourself. Look at yourself and ask yourself and have about two, one or two persons who you know would be brutally honest with you. You understand? And just look at those characteristics that need improving upon. Mm-hmm. It needs improving upon because you may think that um, you may think that you're a nice person and you don't shout, but but you don't don't know that you have that streak of anger. And then when you get upset, you just you blindly and you go off. So you have to fix it from from your point of view. I am not saying that um, you are responsible for your partner cheating on you, but you may have. An influence, and I say that very lightly because Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I don't want anyone coming for me. But you may have an influence, and just let's give a scenario: Mm -hmm. your partner has been complaining. You know, I don't like your attitude. I don't like your attitude. You know, I don't like the way you express yourself to me. Let's put yourself in that person's shoe. If you're with somebody and they're constantly making you feel bad about yourself. And they're constantly making you feel bad about yourself you love them you want to be with them you've been expressing to them and they're saying oh i don't speak to you anyway i don't speak to you they're not acknowledging you and they're not making any effort and then you go out there and you see someone else who is who, who is um not making you feel bad about yourself and expressing the way that um, you like you prefer themselves in the manner in which you prefer mm-hmm. eventually you're you, human nature you're going to gravitate it. to that you person you're going to gravitate to that thing yeah. and when you gravitate to that thing you didn't start off with the intention of cheating but um because you're not getting it at home eventually you fall into cheating you made that decision that's a choice that you make mm. because you could have choose to run from that person run fast 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 and don't look back but it it was just easier to fall yes that's the back. thing
2: you're right. I like that word that you use, easier. <laughs> because it's yeah. easier. A lot of the times, cheating. The, the, it's, the, easy. it's easy. It's it's it's, easy. it's the path. It's almost like a path yeah. of um, of, of, of least resistance in terms of, yes, yes. there's supposed to be resistance yes. in terms of breaking yes. up your long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. But a lot of cheaters don't want to break up the relationship. It's,
0: it's, no, it's easier to just cheat than to fix at what is home. And sometimes it's hard. And, you know, and... um. Sometimes it's hard to fix at home because the other person is not um, is, is not compliant and they they're don't think trained. that something is wrong with them. They don't think, they think that they're Miss Perfect or Mr. Perfect because women cheat too. Women cheat a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah, they don't.
0: <laughs> they, think, they think that they are Miss Perfect or Mr. Perfect, but sometimes when somebody cheats, it causes you to wake up and look at yourself.
2: It does. It does. Yeah. I've been cheated on at least twice, like not not even just twice, but by two people. And it was completely different parts of my life. But at the same time, each one of them kicked me in the
1: behind.
0: It causes you to look at yourself because when I was cheated on in the past and, you know, when when I did have a conversation with the person, you know, he's like, Patrice, you're a great girl. You're this, you're that and all of these things. But you're just just disrespectful. You just don't know how to speak to a man. You want to speak as if you're a man yeah wow yeah
1: uh-huh.
0: I told you I came from a, like when some person see me especially some men and they see the way I speak they will be like I wish I I wish I had met you I was like dude you didn't want to meet me when no. you, you, you
2: to me." I, I, I would join in I would join in with you I would join in with you in, no, I and I will you. say yeah. uh, me like me 10 years ago mm-hmm. stay away <laughs> stay
0: yeah. I had a very, and I always tell people, if I could change, you can change. Because when I look back at myself as how I was with the knowledge that I have now, sometimes I feel so embarrassed, but I said, you know what, I am not because that is what made me. And it was because of how I grew up because I chose that pathway because I grew up mostly with my, well, my aunt. I call her my aunt. And um, and she is a no-nonsense woman. No man can come and walk over her and use her and abuse her and and beat her instead she will do the abusing and the beating and then on the other side i saw men came into my mother's life and abuse her mm. like physically abuse her you know cheated on her and she would always run to my aunt for help my aunt would have to be the one who to go and rescue her wanting to fight the men defending her because you know my mother was a soft spoken woman she didn't really express herself like that and i saw men news and i was like i could never be like her i would be like my aunt instead of men beating me i would beat them no man would ever tell me what to do i am the boss and i would always be the boss and that was my mindset that is that brought me a lot of pain of course because
2: that is a toxic mindset like there's yeah both of them are like both of them are, yeah. like the, the, the mm-hmm. spectrum is just too wide. You, you kind of have to find some rational in between yeah. point. You don't want to be in a situation where you're pushover, over or people could mm-hmm. abuse you because then you, you le- you're left with all of this emotional trauma and all that. But at the same time, yeah. you can't be perpetuating the same thing that you don't want. Yeah. Because you're still so, generating the same negative energy. It's still, it, you're still, you're not, you're not healing it. All you're doing is destroying yeah. somebody else and then probably passing the buck on. You need to stop yeah. the buck out together. So, yeah, I could understand that. But even me, <laughs> I, I've cheated, I've cheated before. And like, um, even when I, when I did it, um, <laughs> years ago, even when I did it, I, like, I felt,
1: <laughs> years ago. yeah, I have to this put that. no, it's person, not current,
2: because not current. I don't, I'll be honest with you, like, right now, I just, I don't have, I don't have the, not just, the, not the inclination, but I don't have the energy for it, like, I think as
0: you become older, you're just, just like, not, like yeah, I don't,
2: I can't deal with it, just, I, I've yeah. seen so much situations play out that I could yeah. identify them early on, so, like, I could see, okay, this person seems like they having some next level feelings for me. And mm-hmm. I'm going to just you know, pass. I'm just going to hit this like in the bud one time. Like I'm just going to say, hey, look, I have a girlfriend, very happy with our girlfriend. I realize me and you are getting close and I want to just fall back a little bit because I don't want to get, I don't want to mislead you into feeling like this is going to go where I, I don't want it to go. I'm not comfortable. And I, I've done this many times throughout my relationship. Like I've done this quite a few times where I realized that this you know, you're getting a little close, I feel. Yeah. And
0: well, I've that my spiritual father taught me with that. Whenever you first come around a man or a woman, somebody of the opposite sex, always talk about your wife yes. or your husband.
2: But the thing always is...
0: Always talk
2: about them. But the thing is, that's, it's, it's funny you said that because we, we are living in an age, right? Where people see that as a challenge. Like, it's uh-huh. so... It is, like, so weird like when I when I meet people I usually talk about my girlfriend like a lot like Mm -hmm. she's like because the conversations I have with her like are really impactful to my Mm -hmm. life they like shape my my perception and so a lot of the times right um Mm -hmm. and and vice versa but at the same time like when you talk about your your partner and you say like oh you know I really love her even if you don't go so far you say like you know I had a conversation with my girlfriend some people think it is a challenge they're like oh Mm. So she's the one I have to conquer
0: or get over. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not trying to lure you in. Yeah, that's how how some women are. But then that is when... if Now, if they cross that boundary, you have to be firm with them. Like, listen... Because this is what my spiritual father taught me before I got married. Like, Mm -hmm. when I was looking for a husband, he was like... Because, you know, he's a um, charismatic guy Mm -hmm. and women are attracted to him. So anytime you're around him, he will talk about his wife. And if you dare to cross that boundary of expressing yourself, of wanting to be with him, he does not. And he's a pastor. He is going to fix you. He is. And he's going to be like, listen, I am married. I am not interested. You are being very disrespectful right now. Yeah. yeah. If you continue with this speech, I would have to cut you off. Mm-hmm. End of it. That's you got to be like, firm. Like you got to be firm. He's it. right. Because he's right. a watered down version and a diplomatic version, they are still going to see that as a yes to come. So and you have to be very firm.
2: And also too, yeah. like sometimes even more than just the talk, like sometimes you have to distance yourself like as much di- as possible as, yeah. physically yes. from these people, because again, yeah. they might put you in a, a compromising position and we my, you, whereby yeah. you're not gonna, you might not submit, you're in a yeah. compromising situation. You check what I mean? In, yeah, so
0: yeah, you have to distance yourself from them afterwards. Like you have, if you wanna be in a, in a faithful relationship, we we are all we are we're human beings. Yes, you know, may are. go on the road, and you know you may see a girl. She's attractive. You're like, oh my god, she looks so good. You know something inside of you is gravitating towards her, and then you may just have an disagreement with your your spouse back at home. So then, if you are feeling that way, you gotta run. You gotta turn your head the next. We don't even say good morning to her. Just. Walk straight, walk in the opposite direction because you got to do all that you can to protect. And like we said, you know, cheating is always easier. There's no it's mm-hmm. it's Like it's, it's like doing easy exercise. All you're doing is just walking downhill. That is very easy.
2: You but know, very, switch. At,
0: at a very slow pace, Whereas as if you started doing squats with some dumbbells. Yeah, man. That is hard.
2: <laughs> and I love that. I love that. I love squats with dumbbells. I love squats yeah. with heavy bags, actually.
0: You're like, okay then. So, you know, that is like, me personally,
2: that is very hard. I don't like squats. I prefer lounges. So oh, really? Yeah, I, I love lounges. There you go. Now you got the powerful legs, Patrice. You go. <laughs> 100%. But yeah, it's true. It's, it's true. And even right. when, it, when it comes, again, back back to it, like it's in terms of, of, of infidelity, you have to be able to recognize what is happening Ooh. and stop being in denial. Like yeah. a lot of times, people get themselves into problems because they mm-hmm. feign this, this, this ignorance. Like they feign, like I didn't know she really. Yes, you did, and you liked you it. Do. Because you as do. as human beings, we like, we like, we like, a, we like attention. We like, we love it. Like we love being the focal point of something at some point. Some people don't like to be in the spotlight, but everybody likes to be the focal point of something at some point in time.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: All right. And if somebody is going to gush over you and give you that sort of like focus that you might not be getting elsewhere, like it's very easy to just comply because they're not resisting you. In a in a mm-hmm. relationship, you're gonna go through like I I don't let me not say you're gonna go through. You're the professional. In a relationship, I found that I I go through like phases. Well, not
0: because I'm a professional, I can go through things. I'm still a human.
2: <laughs> I know, right? Like you go through yeah. you, you go through phases, and some of the phases are pretty difficult. Like yeah, they're pretty hard. Like your butt heads sometimes. You you don't agree a hundred percent of the time. Sometimes, like you're completely against what they're trying to tell you to do, Um, Uh and it it becomes a debate slash argument slash something, and you don't agree. And then sometimes, even if you come together and you say, "Okay, look, I made a mistake. I said something that you didn't like," and so on, so on, there's still some some sort of residual. There might be some residual feelings. You, can, you, you still feel hurt is, it, it'll take yeah. time to heal right but yes. like I, during that period Satan himself <laughs>
0: <laughs> does like does present somebody this, and this is why I tell people you know when you see this thing like, this is where I've come to because it's ex- ex- exactly what you, um, described. Those are things that I went through, uh, at the beginning of my marriage. And like, most people see my marriage and they always think it's perfect. But the first five years was the freaking hardest. It's hard. My the first five years of my marriage was super hard. And like, I was like, if it doesn't get better after five years, I am done with this marriage because it was just. Super, 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 super hard and then I realized like after five years, I I went through so many, I went through so many changes and I'm writing a book and it's in this and and all of these changes are in the books and the different pathways that I took to reach where I reach and at the final one, I was doing meditation. I I went to the meditation center and I met Sister Alana. She's such a sweet lady Mm. and you know, I love what they teach there and they teach responsibility. They teach that you are responsible for yourself. You could only change you and then I when I changed me, mm-hmm. I looked at myself and and I just looked at how could I become a better version of me? How could I become more secure in me? Like I had to find security inside of me and I had to learn to accept my husband for who he is instead of having expectations of who I wish he could be. Mm. And when I made those small changes, like my marriage just changed for. The better. It's like honeymoon stage that we never had because We were always arguing in the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. So yeah. So you so when we learn to just focus on us, focus on how you could become the better person. If somebody comes to you with something that you don't like and you feel like you always have to be aware of your emotions. And at first it's gonna be hard, but once you start practicing it, it becomes very, very easy. So you have to become aware of your how you're feeling. Because if somebody comes to you with something and you don't like it and you know you're going to respond a negative way, said. listen, I understand what you're saying right now. I don't agree. I am feeling very upset right now and I really don't want to speak about it. Just give me about um, 15 minutes to just calm down cool a bit mm-hmm. and come back to speak to you. Don't take it too long because, you know, that person, you still have to consider how Their that feelings. person is feeling. Yeah. And they want to express themselves. So you just take a 15 minutes to just relax yourself, gather your thoughts together, give yourself some positive talk And then you go and you have a conversation and you try to understand Mm. what the person is saying, because most of us, we, most of us, we don't use our active listening. We just listen to respond. We're not trying to understand with what the person is saying. So if you are listening with your active listening to understand what this person is saying, then the conversation will go differently because it doesn't matter. You cannot take back your words. Mm -hmm. You cannot take back your words. Like you just cannot take even if you're going to apologize you buy them gifts you do whatever they want that person is still going to feel hurt mm-hmm. but if you are mature in, in in your response to that person and in the way that you handle conflicts mm-hmm. then it's going to be easy like conflicts instead conflicts, um resolution is going to take five minutes instead of an hour it's true and you would be surprised like when my husband and i have conflicts it take like well, sometimes it take long because he like to, he, like, he likes to talk, talk, talk. Like ah, somebody, when somebody, when we have conflicts, he would say the same thing a hundred times, times mm. in different ways for half an hour. And at first I would just shut him down, but I know that's how he likes to express himself. So I just listen to him. That's all he wants is for me to just listen to him and understand what he's saying. So I do that. <laughs> Amazingly, I feel like I am the same. I guess it's a man thing. <laughs> I don't. I don't even want to say
2: it's a man thing because there's some guys who don't talk at all. They're like, so you're good, no, you're done. Doing. You know what I mean? Like you're done, you're okay. Oh, that good.
0: is when they don't care. That is when they
2: don't care about. I don't even I know. Do. I don't know if I agree. And I'll say I don't know if I agree really? because there's okay. there's some there's some guys who it's not that they don't care, but they actually mm-hmm. don't know how. To, to express themselves and they were never taught that it's okay to do that. Like there's a serious underlying thing in saying it's where men, I don't yeah. know, I found out men, who feel like expressing yourself is, that's, how, that's what women does do. A man and don't
0: where, and, Yeah, and I I, I I agree to you with some extent and that is where it comes in of creating that atmosphere to make that person know it is okay to express yourself. Even if you don't know what to say you know, you tell me like I really don't know what to say about this, and then I will let you know. Then you know this is probably what you should say in in relationships. Like my my two year old niece, when she was one year old, she taught me something so valuable. You'll be amazed at the things you can learn from children. Mm-hmm. And it's about communication. And if you don't understand, because when she was like one year old, she could barely speak, and she wants something, and I do not understand what she's saying. You know what she will do? She will take my hand and lead me to it. Mm-hmm so in relationship if somebody don't understand what they're saying or if they say they don't know how to respond to you then you take their hand and you lead them to it say i know this is how um i know you don't understand how to respond to me but you know i am just giving you this is how you could respond to me you could say babe i hear you i understand you i'm going to think of something or i am sorry for doing this you lead them you let them know this is what i want because somebody is not going to know what you want unless you tell them what you want
2: the thing is I, th- I think i understand what you're saying um
0: you understand what i'm saying
2: i think you understand oh, what you're, you're saying because at first they come understand. off weird It's like tell them what to say but what you're trying to say not, is like you're not telling like, them what to say well, you're, you're, you're just saying telling
0: them what to say, but you're leading them as to like how you would like the outcome to become because if i'm telling you i don't know what you want i i don't know what to say then i could come to you and help you to help you to get there and say well um let me see what you could come with um you're always out late with the boys then you never come home and you you know you know you're Mm. always out late you don't come home you don't come home and you're shouting and shouting and shouting at the person he just began he'll be like well i don't know what to tell you and then you could be like well i understand you don't know what to say but i would like for you to come home earlier that is what i would rather than telling him what you don't like tell him what you would like you understand
2: okay i see so build it build build the temple versus breaking it down
0: yes so rather than say, I I don't like I don't like this is what I would like I would like for you to come home earlier or can you on, come home earlier let me know or call me when you're there or something you you let the person know what you would like versus what you would not like
2: The thing is it's, it's funny because like even when it comes to this like a couple notes even when it comes to this like culturally for for Ketition men I'm not t- talking about all Haitian men I'm just talking about the ones them that I've spoken with which uh-huh. maybe is a microcosm. But like, mm-hmm. there's there's two things, there's two conflicting things at play here. Using the same example that you used, you're mm-hmm. always coming home late. You're always out late with the boys. Okay, establish. You don't like when I'm out late with the boys. Mm-hmm. I respond, okay. Right, because I don't want to go through it. Okay, no problem. You yeah. say you say, what does okay mean? And I yes. say I respond. <laughs> Okay means I hear you. then you respond again because you're getting angry and angrier because it's not like the yeah. person is just generally understanding what you're saying because you're not just commenting that you're out late. that in itself uh-huh. is that in itself has its own power pack of insecurity behind it. The problem uh-huh. is not necessarily that you're out late. The problem of you being out late is what it signifies to that person's insecurity. It's like. Uh-huh. You could be out late doing anything. It might be that you're out late doing something that is damaging to our relationship. You're out late Mm -hmm. choosing the boys over me for a very long period of time. That could be one. You're out late and you could be hurt, which is a a solid, that's a solid concern. Because if you're out late, I could be homesick, worrying about where you are. And if you're safe or if you're drunk or if you're getting an accident, something like that. Those are legitimate concerns, right? Mm -hmm. But when you're in your anger, you might not, you might not sell all of that. You're only saying yeah. where are you always out late with the boys, which is why mm-hmm. I agree with you so succinctly when you say instead of breaking the temple down, build the temple up. Mm-hmm. Like, honey, I am very, very concerned about you being out yes. late because you could be hurt. Or I feel sometimes that you might be mm-hmm. like not considering me being home waiting for you while mm-hmm. you're out. You understand? Like, that's different. That's like yeah. a completely different conversation. In, in,
0: in, the conversation would go a different way because you're not blaming the person. Instead, you are expressing how you feel and that person would understand because you are accusing me of being out late and I'm there enjoying myself. I don't see anything wrong, wrong with, with it. Yeah, You are coming at me instead of telling me, just let me know how you feel. Like, Anybody comment that you will realize that that person is feeling hurt. They have some insecurity going on. But most times, most persons will not pick up. That is what is going on. So that is where you have to go and express yourself. Make what you make what you're saying and what you want clear. Make your vision clear. I don't like you out late because it makes me feel unsafe at home. It makes me feel you Mm -hmm. know. It makes me feel like insecure yeah. it makes like there are certain words you have to be so careful if you're saying insecure like you know it, and it, you know it make me feel like you're out there doing something and mm-hmm. then you will say i feel like you're out there not that you're doing it but you know i just feel that way probably because i'm watching it on television because yep. people don't want to accuse somebody of doing something
2: which people in truth wanna... that's what they feel like i feel like yeah. you're cheating on me like it's a straight yeah. up it's a straight up concern
0: it's a concern but then you have to be so careful especially if your relationship is in a decline of how you express that because you guys going through infidelity he's cheated or she's cheated they're no longer cheating but every time you go out you're feeling you're feeling like they're out there doing that and i am here i am not doing it i am being so faithful mm-hmm. girls come after me boys come after me i push them away and here am i coming home and then you're telling me that you're feeling insecure i feel like i'm you're out saying. there doing something because of what I've done in the past. Like, you have to be so careful because that could just trigger the person off because I've been so good and you're still holding on to that. So you could be like, you know well, I feel so insecure and I feel like you are out there doing something because... Mm-hmm. You, you always try to put the blame on you like it's like a sense of reverse psychology so I, I i felt that way because i was watching a movie and and you know the guy <laughs> or the girl was shooting on the guy and it triggered something inside of me you realize the play on words yes you i realize
2: it? i realize the strategy as well it's very
0: yeah <sighs> and then he'll be like, oh my god hon i am so sorry nothing is going like that you know whenever you're feeling that way do, do, don't watch those kind of movies you know i am not doing that
2: and, and that's way, that all. Person, that's yeah, all. Sometimes yeah. that people want to hear, like that's all yeah. that even men, men. That's, that's what we want to hear. It's like just
0: want some validity. Yes, security, just like, validate oh, that you're
2: not doing bad by me.
0: But then, if you get defensive because I you're express not do that. myself, then then something is up. Then that is where your tickle sense is gonna be like, well, why is he responding so defensive? Like you're gonna feel even worse. But about then, but self. then
2: sometimes even in the defensive and and I like that you brought up that because sometimes. The defensiveness is not to defend that they're they're doing something and you they don't want you to know. Sometimes the defensiveness is just the way that you 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 transcribe or you accuse them of doing something. Like if you're gonna come at me, as you said, if you're yeah. gonna come at me with anger, there's no
0: but if you do it in the in in, in the strategy which I just said mm. and they were defensive, then something is up. Then there's more to it. But if you do it in that way that I expressed just now, like, you know, I feel insecure. I felt like you are out there doing something, you know, because I feel insecure. And then I was watching this movie and, you know, it triggered something inside of me. Not that you're doing anything. But you are Not, that you're, feel. not that you're doing anything, but it's just how I am feeling. You know, I just had this trigger because of this movie. You know, I, I'm just feeling that way, you know, and that's just, you know, I just wish you would come home earlier. Now, if they get upset because of that, then something is up.
2: Yeah, that, that 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 usually signifies that something something is a little yeah. off. Something is a little something off, a little like laugh. because you're coming you're coming to them very empathetically. You're you you yeah. reaching for empathy I, and I, they give and you I'm not them. yeah exactly. The thing is, I wanna, so, I, wanna so, I wanna comment on one thing because you said something earlier, and I'm not okay. so sure. Like I'm a hundred percent on board. Okay, um, that's alright. You're
0: allowed to agree to disagree.
2: Uh, <laughs> that's fine, <laughs> and I, I'm fine with that too. Um, in in my own personal travels, I have not found people who I would just call bad and good people like i feel mm-hmm. i feel like human beings have the capacity to do either and i also mm-hmm. feel that like human beings are unpredictable because of what you don't know about them for example you could tell me as much about your life story
0: as mm-hmm.
2: as any human being could convey to another human being and there would still be things that you would have to skip over or that you would miss or forget that would have been like instrumental in crafting a decision that you made that I don't understand. In a, like for example, you, two two people, you could be in a, you're, you're married right now um, and you and your husband could share a lot of things in six years. But I know for sure the one thing that you can't share in six years is all 30 years of your human development because you've literally lived every single day at 24 hours every second at a time there are things that you would just forget so when it comes to people that's where i don't summarize. i don't try to summarize and and again this is something that i personally do but i don't summarize people as being
0: bad or good
2: bad or good
0: you have a sense of point i think it's just my choice of words and when i said you know you have good men and you have you have good men you have good women you you have bad men you have bad women it's to me, it's their um, their sense of purpose and exactly what they are. Because even though I always believe, at the end of the day, you're adult. You have a choice, and your intention of being in the relationship it may not be good. Because if you say you love me and you're seeing me hurting over here, and you're not making any effort of trying to understand or trying to heal me or trying to help me. And then you're just being there, giving me negative energy after negative energy, negative energy. And I'm trying to reach out to you. And I'm, all I'm giving you is positivity and you're giving me back energy. That is where I label you. Probably, you know, that's probably you changed my choice of labeling. Where that is where I called you like a bad person. Because you're not really entwined. You're whatever you may be in the relationship or whatever your personal, your personal goal and whenever you get selfish. what you want. of you it.
2: Your, your, your goals are selfish.
0: Yeah you're, yeah, you're selfish. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's not about the relationship. It's all about you. Like, you have ultimate motive. You don't really want to be here, but you're here because of that, 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 that Exactly. That,
2: that. And that's the thing. I, I think people have said, because I've known of one situation, and I think we're on cap after this. Because, um, But I've, had, I've, ha- I've seen one situation. A friend of mine used to be with this guy. And to me, he was an awful person. Like, he yeah. was extremely, he was abusive. He was mentally <laughs> abusive, more than the physical. They had physical altercations and I will not like justify any physical altercation between two people. But what I'm saying Mm -hmm. is they had, they've had physical altercations, but the mental, the mental, like abuse was awful. The manipulation, Mm -hmm. it was really bad. And I, I used to say he is an evil individual. He's a bad person. Very, very like just bad. And I Mm -hmm. had to eat my words. Um, re- Not recently, but a couple of years ago, I had to end up eating me words, me words about this person because he ended up going on to have a, a relationship with somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had a closer friendship with that person than his previous girlfriend who he mm-hmm. was abusing. And mm-hmm. what she relayed to me about him completely changed how I felt about him. Like Mm -hmm. he was like, like in a nutshell, he was basically a broken, a completely broken individual who didn't Mm -hmm. understand any of the implications of what he did because this new girlfriend that he has at the time, right? She went in and she found out what was wrong. Like, she found out, like, all of this hurt that he was holding on to and he was channeling it through his relationship and so on. She went to therapy with him and just kind of got to a place where he became this amazing boyfriend.
0: Like, Yeah, there's some persons like that, and I wouldn't label, but there's some of them who just outright. They're not broken or anything. They just choose to just go and destroy people. (laughs) I've met some persons like that, but in cases like that, what you're saying, they have some persons who are... Who are broken. That is why I don't like to judge a book by its cover. But I would only label someone as, when I say as a bad person, or you have a bad characteristic. You understand? Like, you know, like I've talked to you, you know what is wrong about you. You know that these things about you, they are not good and they're hurting other persons. And you refuse to change.
2: That sounds like a psychopath.
0: Yeah, you refuse to change it. That's what <laughs> I call it. So, okay, so let me now start to say psychopath. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, I'm not I'm not throwing it... I, I think I throw it around very, very loosely there because, you know, being a psychopath is, is a serious... That could be a very serious it, it, condition.
0: There are some persons like that. There are some persons like that. But you see, in, in like I said, like I always tell persons, when you're in a relationship, you have to know what you want. And then it's not... I don't believe in... Uh, if somebody cheats or, well, this is for marriage, or if you're in a, a league, if you're in a partnership or whatever, and, you, and both of you decide you want to spend the rest of your life with each other, but you don't want marriage. And I don't believe in just throwing away a relationship like that mm-hmm. because it's always a root cause of something. Try to find out the root cause. Try to find out um, how did you influence that and what could you do to um, to make the situation turn out to something positive. That's just, that's just my belief. Yeah. I I, I do have
2: that belief, too. I don't believe that you should just, like... Like, if somebody cheats on you...
0: Yeah.
2: It might not be the end. It might not be the end. And if it is the end... end. If it is the end, that's fine, too. But it might not be.
0: Yeah. But there's some cases where it's the end.
2: (laughs) Yeah, some cases where it's it's the end, yes. Of course.
0: It's the end. But there's some of them where it's salvageable. Because, you know, I've seen some things where... You know, some men... Some men make some bad decisions because of what the woman was giving off at home, and sometimes you know. And sometimes one of the things I would tell persons is that to overcome cheating, sometimes you have to put yourself in the personal shoe. If you were in that position, what,
2: what would, you would you
0: do? Have done, and most cases are not. They would say they would have done the same thing.
2: And then that presu- that produces some empathy, and then with empathy, you yes. could build you could build trust and then, again and,
0: and, and then understanding. You, you could it over, because you understand that hey they just they made a very bad decision they made a very bad decision and in some sense i influenced them because they kept reaching out to me they kept coming to me and saying because before a man step up most time with what i'm seeing Mm. from what i've seen from talking to men and and seeing with um couples coming to me that you know both men and women they would express their dislike in something they would express their unhappiness in a particular area for a long period of time and And then... then And then you know eventually they just get tired of talking about the same thing over and over and over and over again and then they just stop talking about it and i always say the most dangerous thing in a relationship is when your spouse stop stop talking to you and they stop expressing how they're feeling and how things make it that is when that is dangerous that is danger you don't ever want to that is super danger when they stop expressing themselves to you so then and then that's mean they're out there expressing themselves to somebody. Somebody is listening to them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, usually when somebody is listening to you and they're making you feel safe and they're making you feel comfortable, you eventually lean to that person and then, you know, bam, it's sexual. It, it didn't start out to be sexual, but it just ended up to be there. And there's some people who just cheat because it just
2: it's fun. don't
0: care. They just don't care. And I, I had a guy said to me, and, you know, this is, I don't even know if I could, To me, he's just um, a selfish person. And he said to me, you know, I I, I know he cheats on his wife. He cheats on his wife a lot. And he was like, you know, you have to cheat because there's not every single thing you could find in one woman. You know, my wife can't give me everything I need, sexual. And then the next girl can't give me everything I need, sexual. And then I was like, oh.
2: Wow. That is
0: that is what i call a bad person
2: (laughs) the thing is i don't even know if that i i don't i still wouldn't call a person a bad person because i want to know why you feel like you can't why 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 can't you why can't you be content like what's wrong with being content it
0: it, it all just comes down to selfishness and when you feel like you have um a certain position in society Mm. When you have a certain position in society and and you feel like that person cannot do without you and mm-hmm. this is one thing I tell women you know because this is something i love women empowerment and even some men i would tell so i always tell persons you know both men and both women and especially women because i see a lot of women they go into unhealthy relationships and and also like do not ever go into a relationship and make that person feel like you cannot live your life without them
1: mm-hmm.
0: because if they feel that they can that you need them consciously and unconsciously they would use it against you sometimes you don't even realize but there would some persons they will take advantage of you unless that person is not really in tune with themselves and they themselves they really love you and they don't ever want to lose you or anything but um especially and especially when things go bad because when when things are good it's easy to make good decisions and be your best self when things are good but i always say you judge somebody and you judge who they are they about the way really they bad. do when things are, when things are in uh, an experience. I, I don't like to call it a bad stage, but, you know, it's life experience when you're in that experience phase. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second there. Hold on. How do I pause this? right, you have dentists at 12? Okay. All right. Sorry. My husband has dentists at 12. No problem.
2: <laughs> no problem. And we, we're going we're gonna to wrap up right now, too. Oh, okay, then all right, then okay. But yeah, yeah. I I do I, I agree with you. Like do, you cannot if, if from the time you allow people and I think even our grandmothers and son so like face similar situations where the 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 man, the grandfathers would bring home all the money and she would take care of the kids. And it's like even without having to really do a lot of deep searching, you'd realize they stayed through infidelity because it's almost like they uh-huh. didn't have any choice. You have all of yeah. these children and you have no money for your own. The man you brings have, in all the money. Yeah. You have no choice. So you kinda have and to I, stick I, around. Yeah.
0: And I'm so happy that you brought it to that point. And I see it. And I see it in this day and age. And that is what I always say, woman, protect your fertility. For, you know, protect your 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 fertility. Don't let a man come into your life and get you pregnant just like that. I don't I even say no pregnancy until marriage even after marriage you gotta be careful you take you take two years to watch them you understand because once you start mixing up your gene pool you are forever connected to that person no matter what yeah no matter what you are forever connected to that person it's like a marriage till death do do us part
2: (laughs) it is it is because you have a child together and no matter what you'll have to communicate with them or you'll have to see them it's ridiculous and people that give it up they, they they don't protect the fertility
0: just, they just don't actually, girls they get they get um, they get pregnant because you know they met the guy they fall in love with the guy and then the guy would be like oh if I if you don't if you don't get a child for me I'm gonna leave you and, and okay. so why are you with him why are yeah, exactly. you still so exactly like just go <laughs> and he'd be like oh Patrice you know, the sex is good and he gave me money I'd be like well you know you could find a man who could give you more money and give you better sex and not want and kids more and even more and not want kids like stop expecting and stop accepting things that you do not want from persons stop stop doing that know what you want have some self-confidence in who you are believe in who you are and create some rules that governs your life realistic rules of course that governs your life and if some person come into your life and they do not meet those rules and they do not respect those rules, then they're not the one for you, because we are so afraid of losing out and not being in relationships because because we're afraid that I'm the person if our expectations are too high. Like if you set realistic expectations, like you know me in particular, like I don't think my 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 things that governs me. You just need to be honest with me. Just be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Don't disrespect me don't beat me don't try to control me and i'm good i'm good to go and those are realistic um, stuff yeah and if you don't meet my, my 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 boundaries that i set for my life then i i don't need you like i would get rid of i get i get i will get rid of you so fast sometimes my husband will be like the way you are i said listen i am too old for certain things in my life at this point of my life oh, i, I i've
2: been the <laughs> Or mr. mr if, if he if he slips yeah.
0: he slides well is that if he slips if he slides he just knows who i am because i am just at um that i am point. just at a point in my life where i know what i want and i know what i don't want and i would express to you what i what i want and what i don't want and i would expect of and you know well, not expect but this is something that we talk about like if you my husband and i like if we have these rules that governs our marriage and you could no longer and you feel like you could no longer abide by those rules come to me we are adults come to me mm-hmm. and said look i know that we talk about this thing but and uh i don't know because of whatever has happened i don't know if i could meet any that. longer hold up to these rules In and truth. then we have a conversation about moving forward indeed
2: and if we, if we have to make a negotiation, then we negotiate on those terms.
0: Negotiation, but just talk to me. Just don't go and do something because then that is telling me that I can't trust you and you are a liar and you cannot be trusted. And okay. you cannot be trusted. Like once trust is lost in a relationship, it is very hard to come back.
2: It is. It is, it is difficult. And it takes a lot more effort to gain, regain trust than it is to gain it in the it, first place. Yes,
0: yeah, it is. It is. Because automatically people trust you just automatically off mm. the back. It's like you're starting up 100%. Yep.
2: And then to go from zero one. to a hundred is hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's difficult. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to give up passwords and allow access into your life deeper and all still.
0: Of, and, and, and all kind of those things. things, indeed. You know, those are things like those are things. I, I I told my husband, I don't have time to go through your phone. I don't have time to. Um, Monitor you and police you Like I literally just don't have time
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You understand? I don't have time to go And babysit a man And to see what you're doing Like we have rules that governs our marriage And I expect you to hold up to those rules Just like you expect me to hold up to those rules And he said the same thing about me Like I I don't have time to go and police you Like we're here, we're adults, let's talk about things This is, if you're this way About this thing, this is how And I know some people will be like, oh Patrice is not realistic It is realistic It is, yeah as adults, we don't like to take responsibility. We don't want to, some of us, we just don't want to, we, we, we don't want to take on whatever those things of coming of being an adult and being mature. And an adult mean you have to be responsible of your emotions. You have to be responsible of how you're saying. You have to be responsible actions. Of, of actions. And you have to be responsible of how you speak to persons. You you have to have conversations. You have to have those hard conversations sometimes. Indeed. And just sit down and have conversations and really express how we feel and have active listening and accept persons for who they are instead of um trying to change them of trying to change them and fit them you know, into some, the box yeah you may find a guy and he just always he's cheating
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know if you both could just have a conversation and find out why is it that you're always cheating is it something in your generational line is it is is it something of your mindset is it something that you want to do Mm-hmm. Do you want to be faithful? Or are are you trying to be faithful but you just don't know how to be faithful?
2: Yeah, that's a good like, question.
0: And these are conversations that don't have because if somebody just cheat the boy, or the girl just cheat you just assume that they're cheating, and bam the relationship done, you're nasty. You start responding to it with a negative um attitude. Yeah. With a negative approach and attitude, and it pushes the fur- person further away, you're not dealing with the root problem.
1: 100%.
0: Deal with the root problem.
2: Deal with the root.
0: Patrice. Deal
2: with the problem.
0: Patrice Offre. You, you got my last name correctly.
2: I did because I wrote it down. Like I wrote it down. How to pronounce it?
0: Even if some people see down, there, they still don't know how to pronounce it. No, they
2: won't. It. They probably won't. But it's not for them. Like it, they'll they'll be listening to it, so they'll they'll know what it is. Patrice it's Ofre. Very, 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 very. I wanna yeah. say thank you so much, man. I, I, again, so much from this conversation. Like I felt, I felt, I feel so much more lighter now like just listening to you and, and hearing about your experience especially when it comes to the counseling and, and stuff that you've seen and patterns yeah. that you've realized i really appreciate you sharing like honestly about what, your feelings about this um and a bunch of other things because i think we talked about a lot of other things too but we did talk a lot of stuff yeah we did um so guys i want to say thank you to again to patrice Frey. as usual, you've been listening to objectively incorrect my name is stephen smith and as usual peace no gang sex. stay safe guys